Hey, real quick, guys. I don't know if you know this, but each week I put together an exclusive newsletter for our subscribers that covers things like uh, entrepreneurship, investing, wealth building, productivity, and personal development. Also, you get some pretty cool behind-the-scenes content that the rest of the world just will never get to see. So if you're interested in joining us, get over to beyondtheapex.com slash newsletter to join the tens of thousands of other subscribers getting their weekly five to thrive. All right, let's get into the show. Hey, what is up, all of you beautiful people? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm really excited to have you guys here as it is 40 degrees and beautiful in Minneapolis. We are Oh, I can feel it. We're on the tail end of winter. It means the sun's going to be coming out. That means this pasty white fella is going to be slightly less pasty moving forward. Probably not true. <laughs> I don't absorb vitamin D. I don't absorb sun. I turn red and then I go back to pink and then I go back to translucent. So uh, skin tone, not not my, um, not my most endearing quality, I would say. <laughs> but the weather is good and I'm feeling good as a result. I was out for a beautiful walk just a little bit ago. Uh, it was nice and refreshing. And it's just, it's great to see the sun and feel energized again. So I'm feeling good and I'm excited to have you guys here. And honestly, like that feeling good is slightly new. For the last couple of weeks, I have been in kind of a low energy, low motivation state where I just haven't had this drive to go and perform and to chase my greatness. Like for whatever reason, we go through these seasons in life or these periods where motivation is easier to find, discipline is easier to find than it is at other points. And over the years, like I've, I've struggled with this because on the one hand, you know, my brand, my persona, which you see of me, um, the podcast or on the, on the YouTube channel or, you know, just out there in general in the world of social media, it's all just very manicured uh, to project a particular image. And, and I try very hard to um, pull back the veil a little bit and show you guys like the, the struggles that even people that you look up to perhaps as being successful or like having figured it out, like how we don't, right? Like I, I wrote an article on discipline. We did a recent seven part, um, section of the podcast on discipline. And that's still something that I struggle with. And it was, it was interesting as I was like, as I was wrestling with this reality, that is like, you never really have it figured out. It's just that the, 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 the battles that you fight, the monsters you have to wage war against, they just get bigger, they get stronger and they get harder to defeat. But uh, you never get to this place where there are no more monsters, right? Like, it's, it's just not the game of life. And I, and I think that is an important thing to be aware of, because if you're not aware of it, then you can really be set up for failure as you progress through life thinking, like, I just need to get to this money goal or to this career goal or to this relationship goal or this fitness goal, whatever the goal is. And, and the truth is that, like, when we're chasing this idea of being the best, the best has this this connotation of being the peak and there's nothing above it, right? And it's a destination. And once you get there, it's finite and you're done. When in the reality, the thing that we talk about here all the time is that the goal isn't to be the best. The goal is to be better and better has no finish line. And that is a very helpful frame of reference because if you expect it to suddenly be easy, then you can become very disenchanted. You can become um, very frustrated and disappointed with yourself when you you feel like, hey, I don't understand. Like I just fought this battle of discipline, of, of focus, of willpower, of business money, relationship, whatever it was. And I got to this level, like why why does it still feel so damn hard? And the, and the truth is like, it's always going to feel hard. Um, but your capacity to lift ever heavier weights just increases. And so I wanted to share that because the last couple months I've been really struggling with this personally, and I've shared it a couple of times on the podcast. And um just recently in the last couple of days, I felt that the tide finally turn, 
It's a very interesting thing. I can feel when I'm coming in and out of seasons now of my life. And part of it is my ADHD and this, um, this draw towards being like hyper-focused and obsessed on things and then kind of like this feast famine period. Um, but now I'm becoming more aware of it as I get older and, and I don't resist or struggle so much against those low motivation times. I kind of just ride that wave, use it as the rest and recovery, try to be gracious with myself and then ride it back into the the next season, which will inevitably come. And all that's to say is one of the things that I try to do when I'm feeling this low motivation, low state of energy is I lean on motivational uh, talks, uh, videos. I, I go to people who are very inspirational stories or just inspirational communicators. And I use that cheap dopamine or, you know, that, that inspiration dopamine to help get me moving again. And I don't do it all the time. Um, sometimes it's just completely unnecessary, but when I'm in those like really low states, it's, I find it very helpful. And recently I've been listening to a podcast, um, that I found really, really good and very inspirational. It's not a podcast I would listen to all the time, but when I'm in these low states and I'm like, Oh, I just need that little kick in the butt to get going again. I find it very helpful because like if the reason I don't, I don't like this stuff all the time is because it gets very very close to hustle porn. And I, I really don't like hustle porn and the idea that like, if you're not rising and grinding every single morning and chasing after your greatness, like from the moment that you wake up to the moment you close your eyes, if you're not going to bed exhausted every night that you're wasting your existence, I, I don't like that. I don't think it's a healthy way to move. I do believe that like you only get this one life. And so you should move with urgency and you should make the most of it, but you're also putting a ton of pressure on yourself. <laughs> And in a way that I don't know if is healthy and sustainable for most people. Some people, that's exactly what they need. Other people, I think the the approach needs to be um, a little bit more, not balanced per se, but, um, but maybe that is the word. Maybe it is just the goal is to be a little bit more balanced. Anyways, all that's to say, I've been listening to this podcast. And one of the topics that they were covering um, this morning that I found really interesting was their five rules for life. I just like this idea of having rules for life or guiding principles or values. And I, I love thinking on this topic. One of the things um, when I'm talking to somebody who's maybe like a little bit younger and starting off on their entrepreneurial journey or their personal development journey and saying like, how do I get to that place where I, I have the skills, the network, the relationships to like to be moving towards my greatness. One of the first things I always say is that you need to learn how to think very clearly. Like your ability to think clearly will predicate your, your results. And so most people have never been taught how to think well or critically and how to evaluate the quality of a decision, which is a real shame because it really is the quality of your decisions that will dictate the quality of your life. And so the first thing I tell them is like, you need to become better at making decisions. And one of the ways that you can do that, I find is through the act of writing or journaling in particular, because I think there's a unique connection between the brain, the hand and the, and the written word there. For me, writing is thinking made physical, made manifest. And there's something about that process of wrestling your words through the pen tip onto paper that is very powerful for helping people um, triangulate their thoughts. And all that's to say, one of the very first things then when I, when I share that with people, like, hey, just start journaling. One of the things people always ask is like, what do I journal about? I'm like, I, I don't know. In the beginning, just, just start writing. It doesn't even matter what you start writing about. Just start writing words. And then as you progress, what I'd like to do is take inspiration from other concepts and then write about those. Like, what do you think about, let's say, what's happening with the Silicon Valley Bank or with rising interest rates or the, the war in Ukraine? Or what do you think about um, the idea of hustle porn, right? Like, just take a concept 
and then just write a little essay on it. It doesn't like not an essay like you were taught in school, but just start writing on it and word vomiting. And you'll, you'll, you'll learn a lot through that process. Anyways, I was listening to this podcast and they had their five rules for life. And I thought, Hey, that's a really cool thing to, to write about, to journal about. It's a good prompt. It's a good thing to think about. Like if I had to formulate some rules for life, what would mine be? And so I came up with these five rules for life that have served me well. And some of these I've talked about so many times on previous podcasts that um, they probably won't be warranting going deeper into at this point. But um, these are, I don't know if these, this is a definitive list. I spent maybe 20, 30 minutes thinking hard about this and I tried to create a, a structure to these. And so rule number one is progress over perfection. And one of the things that I find is the most fulfilling states of being for a human is not the actual attainment of a goal, because that if you've ever attained anything, you've won the prize, you got the gold medal, you got the big paycheck, you know, like the actual event is very anticlimactic. And in a lot of ways, it'll feel, leave you feeling kind of empty and like, what was the point? What, what did I work so hard for? Really, the fulfilling part is what comes before that. It's the progress that you feel yourself making towards the goal. And knowing that that's going to be one of the most fulfilling parts of the process, then it makes it easier to get started saying the goal is progress, not perfection. But for a lot of people, they get so hung up thinking that they have to take the right, perfect first step that it, and if it's not, then everything else is going to be doomed behind it. And so they can't even take action until they, they guarantee that that first step is going to be perfect. But the, the problem is we do not really learn before we start doing like everything before that is just like information, but it's not experience. It's not wisdom that's born through actual experiences yet. And so by doing the thing, by starting to take action and making progress, that's where you start to iterate and you improve at the thing. Cause there is no perfection without first having like, well, first there is no perfection period, but you're definitely not going to get to perfection without having some kind of first, second, third draft from which to, to work. And so keeping this in mind, the goal is progress not perfection. I find that to be a very good rule for life. Number two is consistency over intensity. And this is a really hard one for me to adhere to because with my ADHD, the way that it manifests itself is I get very hyper-focused and obsessed on things. And when I do, I go into these really intense periods of obsession and diving really deep into the rabbit hole and that served me really well to build mastery and get good at things really quickly. But I also then burn out and it's not consistent. It's not um, sustainable. And I think a lot of people find themselves in this where they are just so overwhelmed with motivation in the beginning of a project that they make a ton of great progress and then things start to slow down. The motivation starts to wane. It, there's no discipline to replace that. And so they can't maintain that intensity that they, that they started with. And in my experience, if you can just be consistent with your actions and show up on a long enough time frame, success in whatever you're trying to be successful in is inevitable. So the the variable in that equation that matters the most is just consistency, much more than the intensity. And the way I like to think about this is that you are far better off uh, doing 100 push-ups every single day for the rest of your life than just doing 10,000 push-ups today and then calling it good, Right. It's the consistency and showing up of that action that's going to pay dividends. So consistency over intensity. Number three, creation over consumption. For me, the times when I feel the most proud of myself and I feel the most in touch with the universe is 
when I am creating something or having just created something, whether that's like a video like this or writing an article or writing a YouTube script or whatever, like the act of creation is so damn fulfilling to me. And I think it is for a, for a lot of people, if not all people. So the problem is creating is really difficult. And I find myself uh, experiencing a ton of resistance, internal resistance and procrastination slowing me down from even taking the first step towards a project, right? Like the the staring at the blank page or knowing in the back of my mind that I want to write 2000 words today, but like actually sitting down and starting is so hard. Once I'm in it, it's very easy to continue, but starting it is so damn hard. And it's so much easier just to consume. It's easier to go read somebody else's article, do some research, or watch a video and do some research or entertainment or just kind of relax for a bit and like clear your mind. You have all, we have all sorts of excuses. But at the end of the day, the, the world that we live in is designed for you to consume. It is designed for, you know, Netflix. It is designed for Amazon, next day delivery. It is designed for YouTube or social uh, Instagram or TikTok's instant gratification for you to, to sit and consume and consume and consume and consume. And it's getting ever easier to do this. It's harder and harder to create. And so the ratio between consumption and creation for most people is so lopsided in favor of consumption and they're, they're just lost. They're, they don't under, they don't feel like they have purpose or meaning in their life. And it's, it's because they don't have it. It's because you cannot consume your way to fulfillment. You cannot, there's no thing that you can consume, no food that you can taste. There is no product you can buy that you will make you feel fulfilled. The only thing that can make you feel fulfilled are the things that you create. So meaningful relationships or things that you brought into existence that only you could have brought, you know, whether that's a book or a child or whatever, right? The act of creation is the goal, not consumption. Rule number four for life that served me very well is always pursuing purpose over pleasure. And so a lot of the things in life that are easiest to do are the things that come with immediate gratification, instant gratification, things that feel really good in the moment, the sugar rush, the the dopamine rush of just playing a video game or watching a, a movie, right? These are pleasurable activities, but they, again, they do not lead necessarily to a life filled with purpose and meaning. The things that are purpose-filled and meaning-filled are things that are typically fairly difficult to do. And that's a unique, interesting struggle that we as humans have to wrestle with, which is the, the one of my favorite quotes is from Jersey Gregory. It's this idea that easy choices lead to a hard life and hard choices lead to an easy life. So if you take the easy route, the instant gratification now, then it's coming at the expense of that really great life that you could have had down the road. And I see people just stacking all of these in the moment, instant gratifications, thinking that is going to create a life of gratification. And in in reality, it doesn't do that at all. It's the complete opposite. And so when given the opportunity, when given the option, always pursue activities that are filled with purpose, not just pleasure. And rule number five, and this is going back to the quote that I just gave you from Jersey, hard choices over a hard life. So in the moment when you're faced with choices, typically it's the easy choices that lead to a hard life because easy choices are like 
eating that cake or not doing that workout or not making that phone call to tell your your loved one that you love them. It's not making that call to the client. It's not doing the thing that you know you should do because in the moment, it's very easy to not do it. And you might be rewarded in the moment for not doing it. But if you don't do those things over a long enough time span, then over 20, 30, 40 years, because you ate the cake, now you're overweight. Because you didn't do the workout, now you have no energy. Because you didn't make the phone call to your loved ones, nobody ever answers your calls and you feel alone. Because you didn't make the call to the client, now you have no money and you're living from paycheck to paycheck, right? So these easy instant gratification, like the easy choices in the moment lead to a life filled with difficulty and a lot of cases regret. But when we can prioritize making the hard choice in the moment, if we eat healthy, then later on down the, light, down the line, we are fit and energized and we can attack life and play with the grandkids and go do the things and go on the adventures. Even when we're like 60, 70, 80 years, years old, we can maximize this, this return on life. We can live in alignment with this vision that we have of our greatest self because we're willing to face the hard choices in the moment rather than choosing the easy choices. And so hard choices over a hard life. It's your choice. You can choose the hard choice now, or you can choose the hard life later. It's at the end of the day, all comes down to you and the decision that you make in this moment. So those are five rules for life that have served me well. I'm sure I could come up with some more. Maybe these aren't even the most important ones, but um, they're, they're ones that, um, that have served me pretty well. And I hope they serve you well as too. As, <laughs> hope you, they serve you as well. Um, I would love it to hear from you guys what might be some of your rules for life. Like take this opportunity as a journaling prompt, go write for a little bit and say, what are your five rules for life? And then share them with me. Come over to YouTube. The The YouTube channel for this podcast is Amplified Impact. Otherwise you can come find me on my primary YouTube channel, which is just Anthony Vecino. I would love to hear from you guys. If you could drop a comment, drop a like, drop a subscribe, do all those cool things that help the the podcast grow and expand, helps the algorithm, give it a little bit extra love and hopefully share this with other entrepreneurs or high achievers or people just in pursuit of their own greatness. Help, help this message reach them and maybe it has a opportunity to impact their life in a positive way. So I'm so thankful for you guys. Thank you for being here. I'll see you tomorrow. But until then, stay hyper-focused, my friend. Hey guys, I love, love, love that you're listening to the podcast. I truly hope it's bringing you just a ton of value. But if you ever wanted to check out the video version of these podcasts, then you should head over to YouTube. You know, they're going to have more effects, more visual stuff like that. And that that can help the message sometimes just hit a little bit different and, you know, reinforce the, the lesson in a better way. So you can check that out. It's completely free. Go over to YouTube, search for Anthony Vecino. It'll pop up. And if that's not what you're into, then cool. Just enjoy the show and let's get to it.